0: they're going to destroy our country they're in the process of destroying our country from within it's happening in real time we will not have a future to give to our children and our grandchildren if we do not turn our boat our our, our ship around soon Hello, and welcome to episode 11 of A Plea to Humanity, a podcast dedicated to transferring power back to the people. My name is Corbett Sable, and in this episode, I'm going to talk about how there's recent chatter about how Trump is going to be arrested. Can you believe that? I mean, they've been trying to do this for like three years now. After that, I'm going to share with you what I learned at the California GOP Spring 2023 convention you're going to be hearing some pretty disgusting stuff. I was disgusted when I learned about this. Next, we're going to talk about the irony behind a government-controlled retirement, also known as Social Security. I talked about that before, but what's going on in France. Then I'm going to share with you some statements from Lieutenant Governor Penny Flanagan and and some very, very concerning things about how they are trying to frame uh, gender-affirming care, a.k.a. child uh, mutilation. Then I'm going to share with you uh, some comments from Biden budget director Shalinda Young and how their proposed budget does not reduce the national debt and their budget is not balanced. I mean, surprise, surprise, but that should be concerning to everybody. Next, I'm going to share with you a couple of tweets from Thomas Massey, a congressional representative from Kentucky. Some very, very important stuff. And the last couple of things I'm going to share with you, some comments from Congresswoman Sarah Jacobs, my congresswoman. She's just insufferably annoying um it's just ridiculous on what she's what she's touting uh and then the last piece of the puzzle of what i want to share with you today is just showing an example of how much water is being dumped into the ocean here in the state of california because we do not take uh capturing water uh seriously uh but so let's go ahead and get right into this episode uh but first obviously please if you like this message and what i'm doing support my work and uh like and follow and subscribe to uh, this YouTube channel and everywhere that you find me on Twitter and YouTube. All right, so let's get into it. I want to share with you what I learned at the California Spring 2023 convention. But first, here's a quick reminder of the consequences of what the Biden administration did by hastily pulling out of Afghanistan. Watch this clip from the Taliban Public Relations Department on Twitter. I can't believe this. Watch this unreal right so if you're just listening to this on audio that was a video of the taliban public relations department on twitter showing off a bunch of humvees um, american humvees that were paid for by you truly And me truly, the taxpayers. Think about that. Our tax dollars went to go build these Humvees, and they are now in the possession of the Taliban. The Taliban. A terrorist organization that's hell-bent on destroying Western ideas, Western civilization. So how did they get these Humvees? Well, if you recall correctly, when we withdrew from Afghanistan early in the fall of last year, if I recall correctly... We did so hastily, irresponsibly. It was the most. It was a huge blunder that I that will probably go down in history as one of the worst foreign policy disasters ever, ever done. So not only did we leave behind humvees, I'm going to share with you this Taliban's new arsenal equipment. Now I'm assuming this is true. I'm just making the assumption that this is true, but it's probably true because we left behind a lot of equipment. Check it out: eight thousand trucks. nearly 400,000 assault rifles 42,000 pickup trucks 64,000 machine guns the list goes on and on helicopters airplanes all equipment that we left behind in Afghanistan because we withdrew so hastily from Afghanistan yes we needed to withdraw from Afghanistan but the way we did it was just a slap in the face to the American people the American taxpayers and then on top of that if I recall correctly there were 13 American citizens uh marines that died that died and they impeached trump over a phone call give me a break what is going on how come the republicans who have controlled the house since uh uh, since january of this year for a couple months now how come they haven't impeached biden over this cowardly spineless politicians that's why they haven't impeached biden over this because they're cowardly and spineless and they're not doing their job so this is just a reminder of uh, that hasty afghan withdrawal a slap in the face to the american taxpayers by the admit by the biden administration and just overall foreign policy blunder just a huge huge blunder it is absolutely insane so now i want to talk about how um in recent news, very, very recent news, there's talk about Trump being arrested. Now, they've been trying to get after this guy for ever since he got into office in 2016. If I recall cor- correctly, the Washington Post, just minutes after his inauguration, posted an article. If I can find it, I'll put it on here as a screen capture. Minutes after his inauguration, the Washington Post made an, uh, published an article titled, The Case to Impeach Donald Trump Has Begun. The Case to... if that, if that was the correct title. The Case to Impeach... Donald Trump has begun they have been trying the legacy media the establishment the ruling class whatever whatever it is you want to call it have been trying to go after this man ever since he got elected in 2016 and they haven't stopped since then so here's a tweet that I wanted to share with you from Tom Basil you don't have to like Donald Trump to have a sick feeling in the pit of your stomach over what appears to be the weaponization of our justice system for political purposes like this that is 100 correct that's all this is they're not going after trump because they think he committed some crime or whatever like that they're going after trump and they weaponized our justice justice department they weaponized our institution the people's institutions to go after a political opponent because they because donald trump is a threat to their power make no mistake about that you can hate donald trump all you want he's crass he's rude he's a narcissist he's this he's that what he is at the end of the day, he's a threat, a wrecking ball to the power of the corrupt establishment, the corrupt ruling class in Washington, D.C., and he's, he wants to go after them with a vengeance in 2024 if he gets reelected in 2024. He wants to just go out there and just destroy this corrupt ruling establishment that has corrupted both sides, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, and just go after them, and God bless him for wanting to do that, and I wish him all the best of luck. But what is happening by the Democrats and many complicit Republicans in our federal government, they are weaponizing the people's institutions that we pay for with our tax dollars to go after a political opponent. Again, not because he's a threat to the country, not because they think he really committed a crime and they're doing what's right to the American people, but because he is a threat to their power. That's all it is. That is all it is. Okay, moving on. What I learned at the what I learned at the California uh, GOP Spring 2023 convention. So let's backtrack a little bit. So um, I, Corbin Stable, ran for office here in California for the 2022 election, uh, specifically for state assembly, 79th district here in the the county of San Diego. So uh, I didn't win, obviously. But what that means is that I was able to vote for uh, the in the California gop convention not only was i able to vote but candidates who run on the state and federal level nominate delegates they nominate delegates who can also vote with them so multiple candidates and all the delegates uh went well most of us or all of us not all of us not everybody was able to attend and that's kind of the point of this uh went to the uh spring convention in sacramento to vote for the party officers for the next two years so the party officers being the chair the vice chair the secretary and the treasurer I think those were the four people that we voted on this uh, in the spring twenty twenty three convention. So, before I went into this convention, I was just under the impression that the California GOP was just inept. Uh, they were just really good at losing elections, right? I thought that's what just I thought that was the problem with the California GOP party, the party of the California GOP. That was the crux, the the magnitude of their issues is that they were just inept. But I learned of something that should truly, truly disgust you. So typically, Republicans uh, rag on ballot harvesting. Typically, Republicans are like, no, ballot harvesting is bad. And there should be some sort of voter voter integrity. There should be some sort of voter ID, maybe voting in person. Ballot harvesting is bad. Mail-in ballots are bad. We need to restore integrity to our voting process, which I agree. There is. Universal mail-in ballots just allows for corruption, and then political operatives will send out their people to go harvest ballots. So that's something the Democrats do and like, and that's something that the Republicans typically uh, say we need to undo. And until we undo it, the Republicans need to take advantage of that, or else they're never going to win an election again. So it came to my surprise that the ballot harvesting that the Republicans supposedly demise and rag against they are actually doing that within the california gop so we have a club of sorts within the california gop that uses your donations if you donate to the california gop they are using your money to hire consultants to go collect proxy votes so they can vote for them to remain in power them and their friends what are proxy votes so those delegates that I talked about just a minute ago or the uh, the uh, candidates, if you're unable to attend the convention for whatever reason, maybe you've got other commitments or you can't make the financial commitment, whatever, you can give up your vote to another person. This is called a proxy vote. So people within the California GOP, they know this. So what they do is that they go source those proxies ahead of time and they essentially get the ability ability to vote. For them and their friends ahead of time they know how many votes a minimum votes how many they're going to have before the vote even happens this is disgusting it is corrupt it is shameful and it needs to end so thankfully there was a contender for the chair so the incumbent jessica patterson of the california gop does this to my knowledge and if i am wrong i would be happy to be stand to be corrected because this is truly shameful this is truly disgusting so, what we need to do within the California GOP is uproot this corruption and transfer power back to the people. Remember, just because I rag on the Democrats a lot doesn't mean the Republicans are without blame. There's a lot of corruption within the, the RNC, the, on the national level, and now here that I just learned just recently on a state level. It is so, so unfortunate what the people are against. There's really hardly any institutions, if none, that are actually for the people. You've got the Democratic Party machine that is really attacking the people's liberty you've got the republican party that's just generally inept and corrupt and just happy to be in second place perpetually i suppose really there's hardly anything out there that's really fighting for the people it's very very unfortunate what we're up against as a people and we need to unite against this corruption we need to unite against these machines we need to unite against this ruling class that is taking our power and if we can't do that then god help us well, God help us regardless if we do that? Because we're going to need God's help as we fight this battle for evil. But if we don't unite, if we don't get the, 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 the Democrats, the Independents, and the Republicans, and the Centrists, and the Libertarians, and the Anarchists, and the Voluntarists, and the whatever it is you want to call it to unite and take our power back from these corrupt politicians that transcend both political parties, we will not take our power back until we unite and let, do not let our differences divide us. So that's what I learned at the California Spring 2023 convention. We will see what happens in two years when we vote for party officers in the Spring 2020, what would that be, 2025 convention when we vote for the two years after that. Okay, moving on to some irony behind uh, Social Security and government and what it really means to have the power. Here we have a uh, tweet from Ed Krasenstein. This guy is uh, one of those uh, political operatives from the Democrats who just doesn't really know what he's talking about, unfortunately, a lot of times, but he's sharing this video of how uh, the French are protesting in the streets because Macron decided to raise the retirement age from 62 to 64 without the vote of the people. Watch this.
1: French cities grinding to a halt in the capital. Thousands of people taking to the streets after French President Emmanuel Macron forced through an unpopular bill that raises the retirement age from 62 to 64 years old. And he did it without a vote protesters tonight throwing bottles at a police barricade and setting tires on fire police responding with tear gas and water cannons across every major city tonight similar scenes a woman in lyon saying the air was so thick with tear gas she couldn't breathe
0: so understandably yes the people are upset if you have a person in in office a president or a prime minister no, now i'm showing my ignorance on how the french runs their election president french president macron right it's president um if he just without the will of the people without the consent of the people just decides to raise the retirement age from 62 to 64 obviously the people should be a little a little a little um angry, upset, very angry and upset, and I applaud them for taking to the streets and protesting against this. But what's the irony behind this? The irony behind this is that they are relying on the government for their retirement. Now, in a previous podcast, I talked about why we need to abolish Social Security in order to transfer power back to the people. For The biggest reason is that if we're dependent on government for our retirement, that means the people don't have the power. Because power means independency is empowerment dependency kills empowerment so again if we rely on the government for our retirement in the form of social security or if they have the ability to raise the retirement age and oh you have to be 64 now before you collect uh, retirement checks from the government the people do not have the power it is that simple it is that simple so transferring power back to the people means we need to empower the people with independency self-reliant self reliancy Get physically fit take care of your own affairs manage your own affairs plan for your own retirement we don't need to depend on government for our retirement okay that is power that's one of many many ways to transfer power back to the people so yeah that's the irony behind this is that we're relying on government to uh, uh plan for our own retirement it's unfortunate it is extremely unfortunate um, obviously, I understand the intended benefits behind Social Security, but we, it doesn't matter how many benefits there are. If you want power, return to the people. We need to stop relying on the government. It is that simple. It is truly, truly, truly that simple. All right, moving on. We have Lieutenant Governor Pe- Peggy Flanagan of uh, Michigan, Michigan Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, claiming that Um, We need more gender-affirming care. They call it gender-affirming care. I call it child mutilation. They are literally cutting off the breasts of healthy teenagers under gender-affirming care. Watch this video.
1: Because let's be clear. This is life-affirming and life-saving health care. When our children tell us who they are, it is our job as grown-ups to listen and to believe them. That's what it means to be a good parent.
0: Pretty interesting, right? We need to, as grown-ups, we need to listen to our children and believe them. That's what it means to be a good parent from <laughs> Peggy Flanagan. And I'm thinking uh, no. That's what it means to be a horrible parent if you're just going to listen to your children and, and let them do whatever they want to do and believe them. Here's, let's go over a few funny tweets that I saw in response to this. Uh, this is funny. My daughter identifies as a horse. Can you recommend a locally owned tax shop? I want to continue to help small Minnesota businesses. Oh, man. My child identifies as the lieutenant governor of Minnesota. You need to have your stuff out of the office by 5 p.m. When your six-year-old says they are Frankenstein, you must super glue bolts to their neck and hook up the jump cables. I said, narrator, that is exactly the opposite of what being a good parent is. Uh, it is it's, – it's unfortunate. It really is what these people are trying to do. Kids are kids. Kids are kids. Their, their imagination is going to run wild. And I get it. Puberty is a very difficult time for a kid to transition through. But that doesn't – we shouldn't allow somebody's – a child's uncomfortable feelings or confusion to just say, oh, I want hormones and hormone replacement therapy and drugs and surgeries to cut off, cut off a, a young child's healthy breasts or anything like that. It is absolutely disgusting what is going on under the guise of gender-affirming care. We have people being preyed upon, children being preyed upon by pharmaceutical companies to get them hooked on drugs because these are being fun- – these surgeries are being funded by our tax dollars. Here in California, if you're a resident of California, your taxes are going to fund these surgeries. So, of course, they're getting rich off of it. The pharmaceutical companies are getting rich off of it because once you get a child hooked on drugs for life, they've got a customer for life. That's all this is. That's all this is, 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 is getting people hooked on drugs. Getting it's, it's, it's disgusting. It is evil. It is absolutely horrible what is going on. And we, the people, need to unite and speak up against this. We need to say something. We need to do something. I went to Sacramento. Watch this. I went to Sacramento uh, when I was at the spring convention, and I went to the Capitol and I saw this uh, uh, one of one of a detransitioner speak. Watch this.
1: A mentally ill teenager who had been groomed and preyed upon and sexually exploited online to the point of authorities getting involved. I spiraled into a hatred of myself and my body and was told that it was just because I was a boy born in the wrong body and that this would fix me. I was affirmed down a path where I wasn't given any other choice as to what would help me. The very first medical intervention I ever had was a double mastectomy at 16. And then a few months later, I was put on testosterone. I'm now 21 and I will live with the impacts of that so-called care for the rest of my life. In the past four or five months, I have watched as my body has fallen apart in front of me, my joints constantly hurting, my vocal cords aching, watching as parts of me atrophy away before my very eyes
0: absolutely heartbreaking what is going on it is absolutely disgusting and heartbreaking what is going on what is happening to our children the attack on our children i don't have any kids myself but when i do which i will in the near future i will protect them and our children are under attack by so many by so many wolves in our in our society it is absolutely heartbreaking and disgusting what is going on all right next we're gonna watch this quick video of how biden budget director. Shalanda Young admits Biden's proposal budget does not reduce the national debt and is not balanced. Watch this.
1: Do you think your budget reduces debt?
0: Uh, our budget focuses on the deficit, which in so turn has debt. an impact on okay. the debt. So that's a no. Okay, that's fine.
1: So, is President Biden's budget balanced? Meaning, does it? Are you going to? Are we going to spend more than we collect?
0: Uh, Senator, no, because we believe that would okay. hurt working families. Well, there you have it, folks. Their budget doesn't is not intended to reduce the national debt. I can't make it any more clearer than that. The cat's out of the bag. Maybe that was a Freudian slip of sorts, or maybe they just don't care. You know, I, I, I don't understand who these people are and how they view governing. It's, it's, it, governing is, is either a joke to them, or, 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 or I don't know, maybe it is an intentional destruction of this country. Maybe the, the conspiracy theorists are right, and this is an intentional destruction of our country and the intentional destruction of our currency. I don't know what else to say at that point other than, hey, maybe we should stop voting for the Democratic Party. Now, that doesn't mean the Republican, again, the Republican Party is far from perfect, and if here is transfer, power, transfer full power back to the people and here's the Democratic Party, two ends of the extremes, transfer power to the people and the Democratic Party, the republican party is right here okay now so again yeah the republican party is inept in a lot of ways far from perfect they have their own amount of corruption but you've got the democratic party in my opinion is a well-oiled well-funded machine that's hell-bent on destroying this country that's what it is and there's a lot of people that pose as republicans that are actually democrats i would definitely say that and it is unfortunate what, the, again, what the people are up against, that machine. It is mind boggling to me what's going on. And if we don't get more people to pay attention, to stop caring about sports, to stop caring about, oh, what show am I gonna watch tonight or whatever shows on Netflix and the bling, whatever, Mandal- Mandalorian or whatever, I don't care. If we don't pay attention, if we don't start to care by just at the very least paying attention then our co- they're going to destroy our country they're in the process of destroying our country from within it's happening in real time we will not have a future to give to our children and our grandchildren if we do not turn our boat our our, our ship around soon that when the window is near is closing every single day it's getting narrower and narrower the ability to turn our ship around i hope that door hasn't been shut it might be i hope that door is still open we will see in the near future but we need to get involved we need to get in the game we need to at the very least stop voting for democrats at the very least again that doesn't mean the republican party is the answer it's not the republican party is not the answer There's a lot of people posing as Republicans that are actually Democrats. There's a lot of corrupt politicians within the Republican Party. But if we can, at the very least, stop the machine that is the Democratic Party and expose the corruption within the Republican Party, then that's one step closer to transferring power back to the people. I want to share with you next a couple of tweets from one of my favorite congressional representatives, Thomas Massey from Kentucky. Now this guy, if we could clone Thomas Massey and have him fill every single elected office from the federal level to the state levels and local levels on every single public office then we would be amazing everything would be absolutely beautiful so check this out coming to america even higher food prices and chronic meat and dairy shortages if we don't fight to keep our woke climate cult from using government to decimate our livestock yeah that's absolutely so his he is quote tweeting this tweet about how uh, a heartbreaking message from a dutch farmer tonight was the last time we milked our cows after 90 years this is it for the organic dairy sector we aren't allowed to continue because we are labeled a peak polluter <laughs> <laughs> we fought for three years our government destroys lives so this is happening so the go- the dutch government has been going after farmers for a little bit now under the claim of that they need to shut down farmers farmland because of a climate change um <clears throat> last i checked farming is kind of important you know food the thing that we need to eat to survive that's kind of important so it's very concerning to me that the dutch government is shutting down farmers and then that's as thomas massey is saying uh coming to america that could very well come to america if it's not already here now i replied to thomas massey and i said i'll do you one better So this is all about transferring power. This podcast, this whole podcast is dedicated to transferring power back to the people. So I'll do you one better. We don't comply if our government tells us to shut down our farms, therefore not giving them power over us. So on Instagram, or sorry, here in in San Diego, in La Mesa, we have uh, Councilwoman Laura Lothian who shared to her Instagram about how a local business was shut down because a permit wasn't reissued from the local La Mesa government. So power to the people means, again, the ability to make the decision. So if the government is just telling us to shut our farms down and our businesses down, and we just comply and let them, that means they have the power. But what if we don't comply? What if we don't listen? What if we get enough people to just rally behind a business or a farm or something like that? And we just... Don't listen to the government when they say, hey, we have to shut down your business because we didn't renew your permit or we have to shut down your farm because of climate change. That would be one way to turn our ship around and transfer power back to the people when we just do not comply, when we don't recognize their authority over us. They have no authority. When we, the people, don't recognize their authority over the people, they have no authority. We do. And there are way, way more people on our side than on their side by a long shot here's another tweet from thomas massey you are what you eat we must fight back against the proposition that we can prosper by eating usda slash fda sanctioned slop processed by multinational corporations using feedstocks raised on corporate farms using chemically intensive methods as long as we take our pharma meds protect this person i replied this is that's that is, again, another reason why I said if we can clone Thomas Massey and, and have him fill every single office in this country, we would be so well off as a country We would be so empowered. We'd be so wealthy and so prosperous. Obviously, that's a joke. Or is it? No, I don't know. He's pretty based. I like this guy. So maybe if we could clone him, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So that's interesting. We must fight back against the proposition that we can prosper by eating slop. And taking our pharma meds, we can't prosper. In fact, we've been doing the opposite of prospering by eating this corporate slop, by eating this horrible food that we that we see at, at every single fast food restaurant and maybe a lot of restaurants out there, and just taking our drugs, our antidepressant drugs, our anti-anxiety drugs. That's not how we prosper as a nation. That's not how we prosper as a society. Got two more things to show share with you. Here we have Sarah Jacobs tweets as the... <laughs> okay i'm sorry i'm trying to say this with a straight face i'm just gonna read it i'm gonna try not to laugh sarah jacobs congresswoman sarah jacobs supposedly serious person she wants us to take her seriously because she's a congresswoman she's an elected official so we have to take her seriously right come on i can say this without laughing As the first person to talk about their period on the house floor, I'm particularly pissed off. (laughs) A period isn't something to be ashamed of. Without the occurrence of a menstrual cycle, none of these extremists would have been born. I replied, maybe there is a reason you were the first person. (sighs) As the first person to talk about their period on the house floor. Yeah. Sarah Jacobs, maybe there's a reason you were the first person. Now what she's trying to do, she shared this uh, what she's trying to fearmonger you by sharing what they're what they're supposedly trying to do in Florida by banning the ability for kids under in under 6th grade to talk about their periods. Here's a here's a, that's basically what it is. But when you dig a little deeper, when you dig just a little little deeper, you can see that it's intended. The intent of this bill in Florida is to prevent teaching things about sexual education to children in school the the congress the congressman here is rep stan mcclain even later clarified that the intent is not to punish anybody from talking about their periods because that would be nonsense that would be absolutely nonsense but what sarah jacobs and many on the democratic side are doing is trying to fear monger you by trying to make just make things up they did the same thing about the don't say gay bill in florida the bill that didn't even mention the word gay that so many people bought onto because the Democrats are counting on you being stupid to believe their BS. And if there's one thing that Trump said that was 100% right, it was the whole fake news thing. There is so much fake news. Fake news. You are fake news. I can't even do it. I'm not going to try to do a good Trump impersonation. But there is. And this is 100% fake news. There is no intention behind this bill to punish or stop kids from talking just merely talking about periods their periods it's ridiculous the intention of these bills and that other don't say gay bill which and i'm doing this in quotes because it wasn't titled don't say gay bill it was intended to stop teachers from teaching about sexual issues in the classroom especially to the younger kids that's what it is this bill if i recall correctly reading it targeted um sixth grade and under And the other, in that don't say gay bill, was uh, I think third grade and under. That that could be wrong. But this is what they do. And this is how they fearmonger you. And they do the same thing with like gun violence and things like that. Oh, there's uh, 50,000, 60,000 gun deaths in America a year. But then when you factor in the suicides, more than half of those are suicides. And then when you factor out the gang related violence, you can see that the vast, there's a very, very small amount of gun deaths in america when you take into all the factors when you take in all the factors same thing they and they fear among you by saying oh uh we need equal pay for women women earn less dollar than every man that myth has been debunked time and time and time and time again but yet they still pander that myth because they are counting on you being stupid and emotional all right, the last thing we're gonna show with you is a, here's a quick video, it's not really a video, it's just a little gif of Kevin Kylie showing how we're releasing 20,000 cubic feet per second into the ocean from Folsom because there is no place to store it, look at this. That ledge right there at the bottom is called the stilling basin, and then it flows off into the channel. Yeah, you see that? It is just a a lot of water just dumping into the ocean because we do not have enough reservoirs here in the state of California and make no mistake. The Democrats don't want to build reservoirs. Remember the Democrats in the state of California has been in power, have had a majority for about three decades. Now they've had a super majority for about a decade or so now. And I think this one tweet that I saw really put things into perspective. Uh, there are at amu says there are almost no permanent lakes of any size in Texas until we built, 187 man-made water supply reservoirs. California should consider building some lakes of its own. Uh, We have here in California, there are man-made reservoirs, but the point is that there needs to be more man-made reservoirs. But this guy says, the voters approved it seven years ago, but the state has done nothing. They want the water shortage to justify regulation and rate increases. It's all intentional. I have no reason to not believe that statement is true at this point. It is intentional. They want to create crises. Go watch Plea to Humanity, episode five on political chaos theory on how they want to introduce fear and chaos into society so they can take control, so they can justify rate increases, so they can justify regulations. Oh, we're in a drought, everybody. Uh, we need to conserve water. We need to increase rates. We need to increase taxes. Went, but let's not build reservoirs. Let's not build more reservoirs. No, let's not do that. It's insane. I'm going to leave it at that. We've been I've been talking about I've been talking long enough, but yes, we've got a lot of work to do ahead of us. We've got a lot of uniting to do ahead of us. We've got to focus on the corrupt actors that have taken our power on both the Democratic and Republican side. We need to stop seeing each other as our as the enemy, even if we disagree politically. We need to unite. We need to embrace our differences. We need to embrace our disagreements. We need to be, realize we are on the same side regardless of our disagreements. And once we can do that, then we can take our power back. And with that, I will leave it at that. Thank you for watching A Plea to Humanity, Episode 11. My name is Corbin Sable. If you like this message, please subscribe and like. And I will see you next time. Thank you.